to the Butter Chicken Podcast, hosted by DJ Sherrod and DJ Juicy. Ooh. We focus on the stories of individuals who are making great impact in society and culture. The Butter Chicken Experience is well-cooked, thought-provoking conversation. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the vibes. You got the culture? Yes, 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 yes. Party people, New York City and worldwide. It's your boy, DJ Sherrod. And DJ Juicy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Butter Chicken Podcast. How you feeling, Sherrod? Hungry. You're hungry? I'm always hungry, though. What did you have for lunch today? <laughs> what did I have for lunch today? Today I had a chicken sandwich from a bougie deli in Brooklyn. How was it? It was a bougie chicken sandwich. It was dry bread. Yeah. Cold chicken. Okay. Uh, soggy tomatoes. Would, some weird sauce. That's about it. Would you say that you consider yourself a foodie? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think that's a bogus term, to be frank with you. Really? Why is that? Because foodie has a connotation to it. It's like calling yourself a sneakerhead. Okay. It's corny. Like, who? Okay. I like food. Mm-hmm. And I eat food. Mm -hmm. And we have to eat food to survive, right? Sure. So is that, does that mean everyone's a foodie? Like what makes me different than the next man or woman that likes food? What makes you different is, is that you... So there's people that are simple that uh, you know, are satisfied with very basic stuff on a I'm daily basis. I'm very satisfied with basic, basic stuff. But then f being your friend and knowing you for years, mm -hmm. I know you love going to restaurants and trying new food. I do, but I like going to hood spots, beef, yep. beef patties on the corner of Jamaica Ave. Okay. And I like going to fancy spots, you know? Right. So, so, so I guess that would, I guess the world considers those people foodies, but I guess you wouldn't consider uh, No, them. you're c completely incorrect. Okay. Those people who like to go out and explore different food options. Real foodies uh -huh. are like those people. Foodies, in, in, in my knowledge, is people who aim to go to Michelin star restaurants and travel the world and really like tr are on this mission to find like the best, most uh, sort of desirable chefs and most desirable food. That's like what the definition, at, at least in my understanding of it, but maybe I'm wrong. I just like food. Okay, me too. I think I'm a foodie. Okay, bro. <laughs> Whatever you want to be, bro. I'm not a foodie. I like food. What's some of your favorite foods you see? Man, you know what? Recently, I've uh -huh. like I've been obsessed with uh, Jamaican food. I know. You bring it to the office every day. It's just oxtail, rice, OD, and peas. Though. It's fattening, number one, the oxtail. Yeah, it's all fat. Yeah, whatever, bro. And it's the rice so is good. just carbs unnecessarily all the time. What are we talking about? Like, <laughs> Is this a nutrition show now? Like, <laughs> it's all good, man. The, the food no, that it's has good. A it's good. It's good. I, you know, I've never been a jerk chicken fan. I've never, I like Jamaican beef patties. I'm cool with some Jamaican stuff. I'm just, it's not like, it's not in my top 20. Okay. Well, I like I mean, I, I'm music. just saying as of late. Jamaican as... music, top five, dead or alive. Okay. Jamaican food, top 30. Pizza. Maybe top 50 even. Indian food. Indian, top five. Top five for sure. Yeah. Chinese food, Asian. Top five. Thai. Top 10. Top 10. Maybe top, top 15. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> American food. American food. Numero uno or dos. It goes really? with... Really? Number one and two with Indian. It will go back and forth. And 
Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Growing up, uh huh. Growing up as in uh, with having Indian parents. You know, I just realized I'm in a better mood today than I am usually when I see you. Why is that? Because usually when we record the show, I have to see you all day, <laughs> and then again I see you here. <laughs> you love me. Stop I, it. I do. But my point is, is I haven't seen you all day. I believe I, I don't even remember if I saw you yesterday. Maybe uh, briefly. Briefly, yeah. So when I don't see you for a full work day and then I get to see you, it's more, it's more calming. It's nice. Well, that's nice. Yeah. It's, it's always calming. Whenever so I what were you me. saying? <laughs> I was saying, so growing up mm-hmm. with Indian parents and also being of Indian descent. You're um, Indian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, what did you eat more at home? American food or Indian food? Me personally, I ate American food. Really? So your parents would cook American food? No. What they, yeah. Well, they, well, what happened is, is there was like this time where I was, they, they turned vegetarian. And at, when they at, turned vegetarian, like in, in like in my teenage years, it shattered my world. Okay. Because they went from cooking, you know, meat and all that and chicken, whatever, mm-hmm. to then cooking like spinach, balak, gobi. Food that was cool, but it was always, it's like wasn't satisfying to me. So I was like, yo, you do that. Please make me some chicken cutlets. Interesting. And they were okay with that? They were okay with it, yeah. And, and, and as so <laughs> My then... parents are cool. That's why I'm a DJ, bro. That's true. They are definitely very yeah, cool. Yeah, they're very cool. They're very, very hip. My mom grew up in England, so she wasn't, you know, she didn't come here with uh, a mentality of, you know, sort of just being exposed to the Eastern world. So mom and dad would eat Indian food? And American, too. Okay. They were, they were big on it. My dad was here since the early 70s, so, you know, he was big on that. Yeah, my parents forced me to eat Indian food. You know, I ate Indian food, too. I just liked American food as well. So we mixed it up. And then when I went to school uh-huh. and, I, and I had lunch in the cafeteria, uh-huh. it was on. Cheeseburgers, school burgers, cheeseburgers. hot dogs, even though technically uh, it's instilled in us not to eat beef. Yeah, we blew that rule a long time ago. Yeah, um, but uh, that didn't really matter to me at the time. I just wanted to try anything and everything. Yeah, so... I know one of your favorite foods is probably desi food, right? Yeah, without a doubt. Is that number one? Top three. What are some of the restaurants you've been frequenting lately? I've been going to... So, I, you know, in, Indian food, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big critic. <laughs> okay. Because my you mom's... every right to be. Because my mom's a really good cook. Uh-huh. And, like, I still am... Everyone like, thinks their mom's a good, a good cook, Juicy. I know, but... Even right, if your mom was right. a whack cook, you'd think she's a it's good It's a cook. little subjective, you're right. But I'm yeah. also... It's been verified by some of my friends. And I don't know if they're just being nice or, mm-hmm. or not, but... You've tried my mom's food. What do you think? Poppin'. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, your mom's food's bananas. So I so go good. around to these Indian restaurants and uh-huh. I have high expectations. Of course, as you should. And, uh, and sometimes they're met and sometimes they're not. Okay. But specifically, as of uh-huh. late... I've been trying. Uh, I've been. I've gone to this restaurant a, a few times now. Okay. And I'm just blown away by the cuisine. What What's that restaurant? The name of the restaurant is called Aroka. Oh, Aroka. Aroka. Yes. You've been there. I've been there. Yes. I've been there too. It's amazing, man. I happen to know um, one of the owners, and he's an he's an amazing chef as well. Really? Yeah. What's his name? His name is Chef Gaurav Anand. Wow. Hey, did you meet him too? Uh, I think, yeah, I, I definitely did meet him when, uh, when I was there. Oh, never mind. I introduced you to him. Yes, you did. Absolutely. <laughs> Our boys in the building. Chef. Chef Gaurav Anand, representing multiple restaurants, came here. He was on time because he has a driver, which I just found out. His driver. I thought that was only in India, bro. <laughs> You're talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you get a little closer to the mic, my friend? 
I told you I'm a DJ, so you know. You... Is that good? Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> yo, 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 Chad. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That was, I like that. That was D- Chef DJ. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know that's there's Chef a guy DJ. named DJ Chef. Really? Oh, really? Terrible. Mm. On the record, terrible. Terrible DJ or terrible no, chef? No, like his vibe. Like the whole thing is just, to me, is just absurd what he does. He cooks and he DJs at female parties in like their homes. Like so 12 women will get together in a house. Wow. And he'll DJ and cook for them at the same wow. time. Good luck with that food. <laughs> Both of them are subpar. Like the yeah. DJing's whack. Yeah. I haven't tasted the food, but I would just imagine it's whack too. But. So jack of all, master of none. Maybe. I mean, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but maybe yeah. we'll invite him to your kitchen and see what he could do. So what's <laughs> up, bro? All so, good. You, so you came here on time. We kept you a little waiting, but uh, we're Daisy. That's, you know. Indian it's okay. Time. I expected that. But I was shocked. You said you came with your driver. I didn't know you were getting it like that. No, so <laughs> it's not. It's, it's okay. So the driver part is um, I get so many parking tickets. Okay. So I found this guy who okay. works with me part-time, and he said, I want to do something in the evening. I said, listen, I get everyday parking tickets. Like, yesterday, I got, like, $300 tickets. I'm not even kidding. Wow. $300? $100. I was parked on a fire hydrant, and I don't know, like, no parking zone. <laughs> and they, like, literally put that bloody yellow oh, lock on my oh, car. No. Yes. Okay, that's because yeah. you didn't pay your ticket to No. Them. It was just for the lock. Like, because I was, they just wanted to make extra $185. Yeah, they do that sometimes. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I decided. So he, wasn't, so he wasn't with you yesterday? No. Oh, so you just off. hired him? No, no. I have him for a while now, part-time. Okay. But because only reason I was paying so much in tickets, I realized it's better to have somebody, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm always, like, either at Aroka, Avad, Bhatti, Motimal, and there's no parking zone. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And taking cabs, subways, it's just waste a lot of money and time. So what was the sensible decision to have somebody who could just stay outside and then we're flying all over the place, you know, all over Manhattan. And then I started catering, so I need somebody to... Smart. That's what it is. It's funny because we were... I don't ta- have a driver because I want to have a driver. I love driving my car. <laughs> and it's a part-time driver. What kind of car are you driving, record. Chef? Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's got it good. Okay, so Chef, uh, you... First of all, you don't have one restaurant. No. All right, we're going to get into all that. We're going to get into... Juicy had some, some questions. Yeah, Chef, so thank you for coming to the, uh, the Butter Chicken Podcast and uh, blessing us with your presence. We really want to hear your story. Our listeners want to hear your story. Um, and we're going to jump right into it. Give us a little bit of background uh, on where you come from, um, and then you, we'll get into what got you here. So I'm, I was born in Delhi, raised in Delhi, mm-hmm. and I was figuring it out for till I was 27, 26, what mm-hmm. I wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I was still learning how to cook. I was sometimes managing my brother's restaurant, or I was, you know, I, I even went to law school, and I quit, and I said, I can't do law, because in India, when your father is a lawyer or your mother is a doctor, you only have two choices left. Right. Either you become a doctor, either you become a lawyer. Right. I didn't like both the choices. What, so. your mom was one and your no, dad no. was one? My dad, is, my dad is a lawyer, and mm-hmm. my mom has her medical practice. She was running, like, whole nursing home. Uh, so she always wanted me to do uh, take over that business. Interesting. I was never interested in that. I couldn't figure it out. So then I started working with my brother when he started his restaurant. Then I realized that, okay, I want to get into this business. This is a business. I love food. Uh, like you just said. So like, your older brother had a restaurant? In Delhi. What was yes. the name of that restaurant? Uh, it's called Tripti. And it's still there now? No. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, he has other restaurants. Okay. 
and but that was was like twenty years ago. Mm. So, so so it's interesting. What what attracted you to food over these being into law or being in medicine? The whole idea, which I liked, was uh, socializing with people, meeting new people. You know, appreciation like they would appreciate. Wow, what a great party! What a great restaurant! What great food! And building up new contacts. It's mm. the restaurant business is the only business where you can build, like. I would say there's no limit to contacts because every day you're meeting 100, 200 people mm. and you're building your contacts. It's it's a business where you really meet new and interesting people and that's how I met you guys too. Right. So, you know, and I'm here, right here. Beautiful. And uh, so that that was uh, actually the major thing which, like, strike me. Like, I, I like the business of socializing, meeting people, cooking, trying different cuisine, eating... And then I started working with this very big top chef. Um, his name is Jix Kalra. Okay. He's one of he was he was one of the best like chef ever in India, and he was consulting for Abroys, Moria's, all top hotels and restaurants. So he started consulting our our restaurant, which is my brother's restaurant. And I like the whole idea how they create the menu, how he, they create the recipes, and that's how I got into it. So a consultant really kind of opened your eyes to the growth of. Absolutely. A restaurant, because there's a million restaurants, right? Every time you Absolutely. turn the corner, there's another Indian yes. restaurant popping up. Absolutely. So And Chinese. So so my question is, is that I've noticed that some chefs will either learn how to cook first or learn the business first. What was, what? and then, you know, obviously they'll meld together, but what was what was first for you? Was it the food? So, I, so see, business, like, I learned business street smart way. Mm-hmm. My first business was importing cell phones in India mm-hmm. when That's cell phone industry there. opened. Mm-hmm. I was 19. My second business was opening a pet saloon like Petco you have here. Mm-hmm. Nobody could even think of a pet like a saloon for pets in India. It was like, this guy's crazy. He's grooming dogs. And I literally have to shut it down because my dad was uh, out there for a morning walk and he was walking with his friends. He's like, oh, my son is going to Australia to do this. He's, uh, the other one said, my son is going to London. And the third one said, oh, his son is grooming dogs. And that's, you <laughs> oh, know, like, wow. that was like, that was like a sin in India at that time. <laughs> and my dad walks and he's like, you need to shut this down right wow. away. So you, did you have to listen to him or were you passionate? I didn't have a choice. Okay. So at so, that time, your dad still yeah, had yeah. you locked down. Yeah, locked down. How and, old were you then? 21. Okay. So it's like, okay, he's like, you know, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to Now it's the biggest industry in India. Yeah. Dog grooming? Mm-hmm. Biggest business. I bet your dad's a little upset or no? <laughs> I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And so I learned business because I was... You had hustle. You were hustling yeah, early. I was hustling. Okay. I was always like a guy who could never do nine to five. I always wanted to do my own business. It's, it's interesting for the listener because... You know, we talk to so many different people, and some people have a story of, oh, well, they come from the bottom, and now they're at this level. And yeah. it seems for you like you come from a family that was pretty educated and well-to-do mm-hmm. uh, as it is, but you didn't take that path. You still nope. had to hustle your way in the game, and you you just you did what you wanted to do. Absolutely. Interesting. Without the support of your parents early? Uh, yes, because they were never, because they were both like, my dad is was like, one of the top lawyer, and he always wanted me to do what he's doing. My mom was running this medical practice. It's blood banks, and she's like, you should do this. I was crushed because my brother was like, 
you know, bailed off that I'm not doing this. So their only choice was left me. And you just wanted to comb dogs. No, no, this is how I did. So I convinced <laughs> okay. I convinced uh, his girlfriend. I said, if you want Who's to marry girlfriend? my brother's girlfriend, uh-huh. who's my sister-in-law, said, if you want to get into our family, the only way you get into is either you do law or you should know this other business my family runs. So she went and especially graduated in law and became a lawyer. And it's like, perfect. So now that's how I got bail off. <laughs> ah, so you kind of pawned that off. Yes. Tricked her into doing it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Kind of. So hustling even then, hustling yes. on every level. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Does she love you? Are you guys cool? Oh, very cool. Okay. Very so then it's all she's good. My, she's my best friend. So okay. that's, awesome. that's amazing. Yeah. So business was in your mind. You, you've been hustling since a young age. Then after trial and error with a few of these businesses, you then decide, let me go collaborate with my brother and see what he's got going on, which then led you to, to the chef that you had mentioned. Yes. He was a consulting for the larger hotel yeah. chains. Yeah. Tell us about that experience. Yeah, tell us about that. Working with your brother. That was an awesome experience. I used to travel a lot, different, different parts of India. I would go and discover different food because in India, food flavor changes every 10 miles. And everybody thinks they are better cooked than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And everybody in India, it's not like that. If one restaurant is only famous for one dish, you go to one guy, he just make this one dish. This is like, wow. Mm -hmm. I I used to research and look for people who specialize in one dish. And I used to go there and make them sign and contract with us, with our company, that you would come to Delhi and do this dish in our restaurant, in our catering business, and for nobody else. And that's how we used to take their recipes and learn and use it for our business. So you con them? No, like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Which I don't understand. So you would go to, like, this little yeah. village and say, Hyderabad. Yeah. And you say, oh, Hyderabad, you respectful. It's not a village. It's a I, no, I, I said a village within <laughs> Hyderabad. You'd, 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 go to, was, yeah. you'd go somewhere and you'd say, oh, yeah. you make these amazing dosas. Yeah. You'd bring that village yeah. or that guy from, from yeah. the restaurant yeah. to and your spot. And he'll train me. He'll train you. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll take that dish. Take it, make it better. Replicate it. Or, or whatever. Yeah. Put your own sp- mm-hmm. spin to it. Mm-hmm. And now make this a specialty of your Absolutely. brother's restaurant. Absolutely. Like okay. you taking any music and putting a spin on it. That's what it is exactly. So like a remix. Absolutely. There you go. Okay. So you, remix. Were, you so you basically figured out that if you take the best or dopest foods from all of India mm-hmm. or all different little parts of India that mm-hmm. weren't as exposed, mm-hmm. you could create a great menu. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is all in your brother's place. Yeah. And did you have equity in this place or any of that? Yeah. I had equity. We started a catering business. Uh, I catered. I started catering. I started working for like big event event management companies. They used to forward us their business. We would cater huge events. We travel not just in India, out of India also. To where events. where were, so? How old are you at this time now? Because twenty four, twenty five. So you're young still. Yeah. Wow. And your brother's older than you. Yeah. How old is he? Four years. Got it. So so he's in the business. You're in the business, and all of a sudden you're catering. Yeah. Picks thousands up. of people parties. Oh, yeah. Three three thousand people. Wow! In wow. India, wedding is not like no, yeah, two hundred people. It's like three thousand people. Whole village or town is invited. And it's what like, type of cuisine? Like, what are you cooking? We were doing. So we, we used to do Indian. We used to do Thai. Even in that time, mm-hmm. what, are, what are we su- talking? Twelve, thirteen years ago now, right? Absolutely. Okay. Almost like twelve years. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So Thai food was not that popular, but I I had exposure because I traveled a lot with my family, so I always knew. I always figure out a way to get away with, you know, mm. like 
exploring new things and experimenting them and just making them with a twist. Would you, you would put the Indian twist on these Asian or yes, non-Indian foods? Absolutely. Give us an idea. Give us an example. So, like, think of um, fish and chips. Okay. Right? It's such a, like, I, I lived in London for a while. Fish and chips is such a popular thing. So Love in, fish and chips. So instead of using uh, international beer, we would use Kingfisher, and, and we'll use our spices like cumin, carom seeds, and bring a flavor... And then we'll use fries and we'll do a twist of it on with paneer, like cheese on it. You know, like that. What type of feedback did you get from people? Because Indians are very particular with their food, right? So, like, did, did you get any sort of, like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, the the, the chicken makani or, or, or whatever dish you're, Indian dish we're having has this twist to it. Did you get, <laughs> ever get that type of feedback or what did, was yeah. it well received? They're like, oh, it's not, it's not real. I said, yeah, I know it's not real. Right. But it like, was, but it was revolutionary. <laughs> like it's not real. I say, yeah, I know it's, it's not real. I'm, I'm not saying this is uh, fish pakora. This right. is not fish pakora. This is fish and chips with twist. Right. Do you like it? Yes, I like it. But it's not real. I say, I know it's not real. Yeah, so. no, I mean, that's just the Indian mentality. It's, right? it's like it's I, like I did sushi back in the days, and I gave this guy like this is sh- sushi. Yeah. Like what is sushi? So I, I'm I said, like this is sushi. Like what is sushi? Yeah. It's like I, I'm looking for fish to it. I said. This is one sort of fish. Right. Eat it, eat it, you know? Right. They're like, oh my God, it's cold. Right. I feel I'm like, dude, <laughs> don't eat it. <laughs> so don't so, eat it. So, you, so was, I guess you, you doing this sort of revolutionary sort absolutely. of stuff, the remix of the food 12, 15 years ago in India, obviously it opened it up because now it's. Now it's, it's not people understand. Yeah, it's standard. Right. So was there an education process that yes. you had to give the, yes. the, the public? So it was easy for us to sell our clients because in Delhi, everybody is very showy. And if, you, if, you're, if, you're, if your daughter is getting married, you want to do something different. And if you want to do something different, how do you do different? You bring these different things, which people don't understand. And then they say, yes, yes, do it. It, looks, it sounds good, whether it is good or not for them. Mm-hmm. But they want to have it on the menu because it's showy, like show off. Like my daughter is getting married. I had sushi. I had this. So we were able to sell it. Interesting. And you're a people person, so that was, was that part of your job yes. as well? Or was there yes. someone else doing that? And part? I was doing that job because I was selling the menu and I was creating them. That's how I got whole interest in cooking. And you were in the kitchen creating yes, the dishes absolutely. as well. absolutely, yes. So it's putting in the work behind the scenes. Absolutely. Then being the front man yes. in front and yes. educating the people. Yes. And asking for money yes. and doing the job. Asking for a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Did it ever get to a point where you're like, damn, like, it's too much? No. Because in India, you have luxury of people, right? Like, in my kitchen right on in, 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 in New York, mm-hmm. I left four chefs in one restaurant. In India, I have, like, 24 in one restaurant. So, I have wow. 24 people. Like, I just have to create and they have to execute. Right. And people are very detail-oriented, so they yes. execute at a high level. Absolutely. Especially in India. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so how long of a run did you... What was the name of the catering company with your brother? It's called Gourmet Club. It still exists. Okay. Yeah. And are you still involved? Or? Yeah, yeah. So I just you opened checks a, I overseas? Ju- I, ju- I just opened a restaurant in Delhi uh, two years back. It's called Masala House. It just won an award of Best Modern Indian Restaurant out of 20,000 restaurants. Wow. 
It won an award like a Michelin. It's like a Michelin restaurant in India, in Delhi. Masala House? Yes. What's what's special about Masala House? It's like very much like Aroka in New York. Okay. So it's a typical same similar size? menu. Yes, same size. Okay. Very progressive. Yes, very progressive, very modern, very with a lot of twist. And it has a lot of international elements, now which people understand. Because in India also, people started traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. They come to abroad a lot for vacation. Mm-hmm. So sure. they understand all the flavors. What is wasabi? What is... AOLE, so they know all these terms. So now it's very easy to sell them, and that's how that restaurant won an award. And now, I was in here a few years ago. I feel people are looking for that. They're looking for not non-traditional. They're looking for fusion across the board. Is that accurate over there? Back so home? fusion is confusion. I always say, okay, fusion is always confusion. You have to you have to have uh, fusion with authenticity. A lot of chefs, a lot of Michelin star chefs also failed because they were creating fusion, confusion, a lot of confusion. Mm. When I create a dish, that dish is absolutely Indian, but it has all the Indian flavors, but it has a modern spin on it. I'll give you an example. Okay. If I create, like, you know, avocado toast is such a popular thing here, right? Yeah. You go to any, avocado right? Toast. Avocado toast, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll create a masala avocado twa- toast with... Um, pickled onion, and, uh, you know, mint aioli. So see, the avocado toast is avocado toast. Mm-hmm. The authenticity is masala in it, Indian masala. And mm-hmm. then it has a pickled onion, which a lot of Indian people like it, like vinegar, pickled onion, Love red that. in color. Mm-hmm. So just it's, it's a twist to it, and that's it. And it, it remains authentic. So that's tough to accomplish, keeping it authentic and having it fused with a, with a different culture or background, right? It's not tough. Mm-hmm. You just have to accept yourself that mm-hmm. I'm an Indian chef mm-hmm. and I am trying to create a French dish mm-hmm. and I'm willing to take that chance and I'm willing to use all Indian spices in it and I'm and nobody's going to compare my dish with French or Mexican or Italian this is Indian dish I just did a twist on it the problem is when chef gets too emotional I'm not just a chef mm-hmm. I run four restaurants mm-hmm. one in India five I run a catering company I can't be an emotional guy just creating dishes just for myself makes me happy. Right. Right, like come up with an idea of like fish with burrata or burrata with dal or like, you know, just just name. It sounds very good, but it tastes really terrible. Yeah. Right. Fish with burrata, huh? Yeah, like crazy things people do, right? How, how, I mean, how? first of all, dairy and fish doesn't that, go well. That, right? This is a like, misconception, I feel. Yeah. Really? No, it I, is a misconception. All they say no dairy. No, no, not, not desis. Even I do a lot of uh, exclusive Persian dinners, sit-down right, right, dinner, right. kosher. Yeah. They also well, kosher, no. They also don't mix dairy, but they even meat. Correct. Right? There, no, correct. There, there are reasons. It's not like all desis. Right. They're like... Like, you know, there's a lot of research on it. Like, they think a, it's I'm not go, healthy. I'm get a filet of fish and down a vanilla milkshake afterwards. <laughs> oh, I, I, I agree mean, with f- you. The filet of fish has on, cheese on it. I, I agree. Exactly. <laughs> but, but so you I, mean to tell me McDonald's fucked up? No, nah, I mean... Exactly. Uh, McDonald's doesn't fuck up. I don't know. I, I They're think, the best. I think it's, it's a fried fish <laughs> patty. First of all, we don't know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then you're putting a, a slab of uh, cheese that That's probably... That's real cheese. You could put a torch to it and it won't do anything to Chef, it. Chef, have you ever eaten at McDonald's? Oh, I love McDonald's. <laughs> Me but too. not here. Indian not here. McDonald's. An Indian McDonald's. Maharaja, Maharaja Mac? Maharaja Mac. What you know about the Maharaja <laughs> Mac? I love it. I love it. I eat like those nuggets. I love I miss it. <laughs> I miss it, man. It's a different twist. <laughs> it's a different twist. Yeah. Can, 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 we, can we call it now? Can we do chicken nuggets? Of course. In your restaurant? Absolutely. Desi style? Absolutely. We're going to do that. That, that would be Absolutely. incredible. Would you call that dish the 
the the Sharad and Juicy dish? Would you give us that res- None. that love Absolutely. on the menu maybe for Absolutely. like a month? Absolutely. Why not? Why it's not? on we'll the record. It. We're going to do it for a we'll month. Do it. We'll Just do don't put it on the kids' menu. I'll do it. <laughs> We're going to do, do that it. in the month of December. Absolutely. That's Done. Love. Done. Thank you, okay. Sean. That's love. Done. All right, so, Chef. <laughs> Sorry to go off on the tangent. We, um, so, so you've established this, this nice catering business in, in, in New Delhi. That was home base, right? Um, when did you decide? And why? Like, I want to shift. I want to move to a different place and, and explore I'm other options. <clears throat> that's a billion-dollar question. That's that's Million I, or billion? Billion. <laughs> Billion dollar billion. question. That's a lot of money. It, it was it was million a few years ago. Now it became a billion dollar question. Oh, wow. so, okay. So I was, um, so I met this girl when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Her name is Shagun, who's my wife now. Mm-hmm. We met on a train. That was my first crush. That was as a teenager, like first infatuation or whatever. And I was literally like, this is the girl. We kept in wow. touch, back and forth. She, she was, was from Delhi? No, no, she was visiting. She was staying in Lagos. And then she moved here when she was 18. And I used to keep in touch with her on mm-hmm. the phone, and we'll talk. She'll come to India. I'll drop suddenly everything for her. So when I was 27, I almost got engaged to this girl. And I was, I, I literally, my parents introduced me to more than, like, maybe at least 100. Wait, you almost got engaged to not Shagun? No, different not Shishagun, different girl. Oh, damn. So she also saw like 150 guys. So finally, we had wow. like a couple of drinks and we said, you know what? Your parents will be very happy. My parents will be very happy. Let's give it a shot. Right. And it's, it's a true story. Okay. There's nothing like no spice to it. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what I'm telling you. And I share this with very few people and I love you guys. So I'm going to share this with you. I feel honored, so, man. Thank, thank you. <laughs> so now um, she's like, uh, sure. I said, sure. So the same night, Shagun's called me, and she's like, Gaurav, I'm in Delhi. I was like, wow, I have to tell you something. She's like, really? Oh. I was like, yeah. I said, let's meet tomorrow. She's like, no, 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 let's meet now. So then I called the same girl I got engaged to. I said, hey, uh, Shagun is here, and I'm going to go and say hello to her, and I'm so excited. I'm going to tell her about us. She's mm-hmm. like, you sure? You want to tell us about us? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, sure. Wow, you so, you. you, you. Pimping, bro. <laughs> yeah, so now I now I see Shagun, and um, I had these flowers, and I said, hey, and she gave me a hug, and I said, yeah, this is for you. She's like, tell me, what's the news? And then Wait, I said... you oh, were going to meet her to tell her about your newly engaged girl. Not engaged, and, like, it's like... Yeah, yeah, just, I got it. You know, like... You, you, you made a deal. We made a deal, kind of a deal, and... And, and you had flowers to give this other girl who you happen to like as well. Yeah. So now I see Shagun and I'm like, oh, you know, like, and then she's like, well, what, what's this? What, what were you supposed to tell me? I said, forget it. Nothing. She's like, no, no, there was something about it. Tell me. You were so excited. That oh, second I realized shit. that, you know, that I need to think. So then what? I hang out with Shagun for a week. She was there for a week. Now, I, what are you telling your girl? I told her I'm hanging out with her. And, and she knows I, I dated her before. What the hell? Yes. She's she, cool with that? She was very cool with that. She's like, you, you need to make up your mind. And I said, yeah, I need to make up my mind. Oh, and wow. she was very So sweet. she already knew. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, I'm telling Shagun. Shagun is like, okay, Gaurav, I'm leaving for New York. I said, why, Shagun, why New York? I thought she was from Lagos. Yeah, but she moved here now. Okay. So now she has a job. I said, Shagun, listen, I, I'm well settled. Everything is great. Why, do you, why don't you think let's give it a shot? It's like, no, no, no. Listen, I love New York. I started my career. I don't want to give up. What was she doing? 
Yeah. She was working for Deloitte at okay. the time. She just started her career. Now she works for Morgan Stanley. Okay. So she's like, no, Gaurav, there's no way. It's not going to work. Whatever, whatever. So she left. Next day, I decided that I'm going to... I called her. When she landed, she called me. She's like, I reached. I really miss you. I said, I miss you too. Was this pre-WhatsApp days? No. Yeah, it was pre-WhatsApp. Pre yeah, pre yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're on the yeah. phone. Like you're real on the phone. phone. Real phone, yeah. man. Like real money. <laughs> it's expensive, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, and sure. used to talk for hours. Oh, damn. Yeah. So now I, I was like, listen, I think we need to give it a shot because I need to make up my mind. She's like, okay, why don't you come to New York for a week and decide? I said, okay. Came here for two weeks. I never went back. I called that girl. I said, listen, it's not going to work. Wow. My parents got really upset at me. Damn, I son. went to an ATM, swiped my ATM card, blocked. What? Yes. Like, they blocked your They ATM? blocked everything. That he has lost his cards. He's traveling uh, out abroad. So no money now. And then I come home. and Your I parents shot. cut you off. Yes, literally. After, after a month and a half, they're like, what's going on? It's like, listen, I like Shagun. And my mom is like, you are out of your mind. No, why don't they like her? What, what she's no, no, not... they love her. But okay. They're like, you built everything here. Uh -huh. And now you're going to start again. I said, so what? I'm just 27. She's yeah. like, 27 is a big number. People have kids in India. Four, four kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's a like fact, some, Jack. some of them are getting even married. Right. They were very upset. They didn't talk to me for almost a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They were very upset. My brother was very upset because... Your uh, brother is upset with you too. Because I was his business partner. Oh, right. damn. This is a it's big like, it's like point. It's like him disappearing suddenly out of the blue and it's gone. Like, you don't... You know, like, it's... it's I like, would die without you, you see. <laughs> so, he's like, dude, it's not going to work, you know? You need to come back. I said, I can't. I can't. And that's that's how I moved here. Wow. So, you just said, parents, nah. Business with your brother, no. running a catering company, running restaurants. Mm -hmm. I'm out. Yeah. Your brother's pissed at you. Yeah. I'm You're... pissed at myself too. That why the hell I'm doing this? And then I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm going to get married to somebody who I don't love. Yeah. And I'm going to stay all my life with somebody I don't love. And I love this girl since I was 14, you know? Yeah. So Shogun. this is it. Yeah. So you followed your heart. Absolutely. And you, were, you risked everything. You just dropped everything. So, see, I knew, like, what is the worst case scenario? What, was the, case scenario? what was the worst case? What was the going worst... through your head at that? Well, she was working at Deloitte, so you were good regardless. <laughs> no. I was, uh, <laughs> she was not supporting me. And, okay. like, she, she made it very clear okay. that, listen, I'm going to support you initially, and then you have to get your thing done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's other... cool. Yeah. That she was down for you to have no, nothing. Yeah. And yeah, did you live with her? Did you live? You moved in with her? Yeah, kind and you, of. You weren't married? No, kind of. Kind of. Like we stayed like two, three months together. Then we now, had do fight. her parents know that you're some no, random no, dude? No, 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 yeah, no. But now they know, obviously. Now they know. So, well, now it's on a podcast, yeah. so now they have to. Now, now Sh they know. Sharad, explain to the listeners why you asked Chef that question. Do her parents know? I asked uh, because in, amongst South Asians, we don't generally, we don't live with someone prior to marriage right yeah. so that was a for yeah. me that's like i my girl my wife who's now my wife she wasn't even allowed to sleep over my house yeah when we were dating it was just that was couldn't do it mm -hmm. so now you're living with this girl yeah and her parents don't know no and and your parents obviously they think you're what do you think think you're living in the street they yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know 
So they literally blocked everything. And then and you cut communication with them? They didn't talk to me for a year and a half. Tell me what... T- give me timeline, because I'm trying to understand the year that you 2007, come 2007, I came here. Okay. Six months later, I went back. They didn't talk to me. I stayed at my friend's place. Wow. My brother didn't talk to me. I arranged some money. I came back with some money to open a restaurant. How'd you get the money? This is friends, the... Friends, friends, friends. So like real you, friends. Like Juicy, Shara. Like, if, if I ever friends. need money, I'm going to call you. <laughs> Guys, send me some I money. I got no money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay. See, in... <laughs> Like like school friends, okay. College friend, okay. And and they out. know now. Your parents cut you off. Your yeah, brother yeah, cut yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they I, were willing to help you. Yeah, and then I opened my first place and here, here, and then that was Lehman Brother crash. Same day I opened. Oh man! So economy. So that's oh wait, you're talking about now. Now I'm back in New York. Uh-huh. I opened first place. What, what was, the, was name? the name of the restaurant? So it's it's Butty. Okay. So, before Butti, I opened this place called Kebab Factory. Mm-hmm. Sunk I've heard completely, of Kebab Factory. So it went down the drain. Where was Kebab Factory? I remember that. Lexington. Name. Lexington, Lexington 27th, yeah. Curry Hill. Okay, in that area. Yeah, and then okay. completely failed, lost all my money. Wait, why did it fail? Talk to us about that. Because I didn't have any prior U.S. experience. I didn't know how business works here. And I just straight away jumped into it. And I lost all my money. But I had a great product. So this landlord, he used to come to my place. Mm-hmm. And he said, you have a great product. Was he Jewish landlord? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you have a great product. For the record, you know why I asked that? Why? Because every landlord in New York City is Jewish. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. We need I, to get some buildings, Garo. That's I, the next I, step, I, my friend. I, I agree with you. Okay. But he's a really nice guy. And he <laughs> says, uh, Garo, you have a great product, but your location, like, location sucks. It's because not you're r- surrounded with yeah. everyone else. So he gave me this corner spot, and I said, listen, I don't have any money. He's like, I give you two weeks to arrange $20,000. Come back. I'll give you six months free. You bring this product into my place. Change the name. Change the branding. You'll kill it. Very good guy, Danny. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait, like, so that's, that's kind of a, a luck move right there. That's that like Godfather. Wow, that doesn't. I, I, I called him this happen. morning to say hello. So he was in, you know, in, he was in, now he sold his buildings. He was in Florida, so it's a very interesting. What, so where was that location now? Where'd you move it's, to? It's Butty now. To, yeah. What's the exact location? Address one hundred Lexington, Twenty Seventh Street. Okay. So then I now now I open and it was a corner spot. We made it beautiful. Took a lot of. How'd you get that money? I got that money <laughs> from where? Friends. Friends. More friends. More friends. Shotgun. So, you, so wait, so you took the mon- the first batch of money from your friends. That, that's the first gone. It's gone. That's gone. Do you give those friends the money back? Yeah, yeah, of course. So the, everyone got their, their yeah, loan yeah, back. Yeah, 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 Of course. Did you pay with interest? Or it was no interest. So love, all your friends. Love, did, love, real friends. Love. Yes, of course. Okay. Real so you friends. gave that money back. Restaurant fails. New restaurant. You had to get some more money. You got to get some more money. And but you just now call I, people. Again. So now my... Uh, my dad came here to see me, and he said, listen, you know, I know you, you want to do this. And now I don't even have Shagun break up because, huh? yeah, she's Wait, also... what? Yeah. Like, well, we missed that. Yeah. So we where did that? What the so now, that? like, it's in frustration in a relationship, right, when I'm not doing well, and I have a Marshall notice outside my house. Like, Marshall Sheesh. literally noticed, like, oh, I, I, that you will be kicked out of your house on this date if you don't pay the rent. So now I have a choice. Either I pay my store rent or pay my apartment rent. So I'll be in my store, and at least you I can, can live sleep. in your apartment. No, in my I store. I mean, you can live in the store. Yeah, and but I you said, can't sell kebabs out of the apartment. So, yeah. So right? then, that's a decision I made, and I called the landlord. I said, "Listen, right now I don't have any money." But you weren't married yet. You no, were just no, dating. No, 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 still dating. dating phase. So now I was going through this whole frustration phrase, and you know, like 
said mean things to her. And, and what did you say? No, nothing. I said, listen, <laughs> I'm going. I'm moving. I'm said. moving back. I don't even like you know. Like I don't even want to think about okay, that I time. Get it. I get it. That was the worst time of my life. I was going okay. through. But then, and this is oh eight oh nine. This is oh eight. Oh eight. Okay. So now so. we're getting into oh nine. So you had grand opening, grand closing. Yes. New opening, more headache, more frustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Okay. So C- can I pause you for one mm-hmm. second? This is an important um, part in your journey, and I don't want the listeners to to take this part and and not really understand what it is. And w- Juicy and I talk about it a lot. Um, in every person's wins, whenever you win, we we cheer our friends on, we cheer the people on that are consistently winning. Or when you win, like when I see Gaurav on Fox Five now, cooking and hanging out with Rosanna Scotto, who's like, I love Rosanna Scotto. And I see you with that. I'm like, yo, I show my wife. I'm like, yo, Nish, that's my boy. Thank you. And that's what we see, right? So, like, it's 2018, and we see Mm. this dude all over the place, award here, award there, catering at this mansion, doing this, meeting him at Pier 60, doing this event, doing that event. We do Adidas together. We do um, Mobile City together. We do all these cool things together now. Yep. But no one really ever talks about the times that you got fucked. That you were on the bottom, that you were like bottom, like sleep bottom, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents don't like you. Yeah, girl kicks you out. Yeah, and you got court martial like letter on the door. Yeah, true. And you're going through it at that point. So this, so I call this lady. Uh, Wait, so you never had the thought of let me just pack it up and yeah, there give was up? no, no point, no. Uh, maybe once, but then I realized I said, listen, like you did, you gave up all these things. Now you're gonna go back. And your brother is going to make fun of you. Your parents are going to laugh at you. The girl you loved, you didn't get. So you, you didn't get anything out of this. Like, no problem. We'll give it a shot, a bigger shot, a bigger loan, bigger debt, but a full shot, 100% shot. No joke. Who, who said this? I said it to myself. Okay. You know? And then I took, like, bigger loan. I worked two so years. You lost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years. Two years I worked. Without any off, like when I say without any off, without any off, I was the waiter in my restaurant. I was the chef in my restaurant because I couldn't afford too many people to work, you know. And this landlord was great. He gave me a great break, six months. Danny. Danny. Okay. $70,000 break he gave me. And that's Why, why the, do you think he did that when you were just, when all your stuff I don't was know. failing? I don't know. He, must have he liked something. my product. He figured it out. He said, this is it. Can he come and eat for free today anytime he wants? Yeah, yeah. Does he, he does. pay? Does he offer to pay? No, he does, but I never take money from him. Okay. But, but the fact, but he offers to pay. Yeah. That's a stand-up dude yeah. right there. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, these people come in your life for a reason. And, you know, and w- what I learned from that time, that you're absolutely right. Nobody talks about it because nobody wants to know the tough stuff part what happened everybody likes oh look at him he just opened a restaurant he's doing this catering he's doing this nobody knows what i went through only i know i know how i used to sit every single day and look at this bloody dark room which time from the restaurant yeah like thinking like this what the hell what's what's going to change for me like you know how do i fix it but you know Luckily, this guy, Danny, who helped me, you know, gave me this break of my life. He's like my godfather. Like, you know, like I love him to death. And uh, yeah, but if if you ask me, everybody, 
you know like every person i went to from and it's it's very sad like every indian i went to on that block and say like what do you think what should i change there were 27 restaurants they's like oh you should pack and go this is not for you this is not for you this is how things don't work here wow yeah and so the like the fellow restaurant owners mm-hmm. were like nah mm-hmm. you're not good you're not cut out for no, this no you're not it's like what if you keep saying your food is good till the time you don't have a line outside the door nobody gives a shit about your food and that's what hit me okay and then i opened butty next uh-huh. to very popular restaurant dhaba which used to have a line okay and that same owner told me like if you don't have a line outside your restaurant uh-huh. you know that's it it's like don't keep telling me your food is good your food is not good it's like i sell shit people buy it i know how to sell it <laughs> wow okay and i'm there and he's not there i'm on that block he sold his restaurant he's gone he's out of business i don't know why whatever the reasons but i'm still saying you're cool obviously No, I'm cool to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool to everybody. But you know what I'm telling you is now if somebody comes to me, I'm only going to give them the right piece of advice, which and is which is like yes, you know like everybody deserves a shot and everybody should do what they want to do. But when you do when you want to do it, you should be ready. Like you should you should be ready to give up your Saturday nights, Friday nights. You should be ready to give up everything and then you should focus. and give it your 100% shot you're going to make it happen. So now Danny gives you a opportunity. Yes. Um against all odds. And you Absolutely. said I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to run with it. Yes. Also simultaneously having some friends helping you Absolutely. out. Absolutely. You get Butty back off the ground. Yes. And um tell us what happens next with like I want to know specifically um how did you build the business again and also how did Shogun come back into your life? So I hired this PR firm. Question. I hired this PR firm and so with, I, with again what I money you had limited <clears throat> funds, right? Yeah. So I had a choice, right? Either I could have a nice POS system in my in in my store mm-hmm. or I could hire a PR firm. That time PR system used to cost $8,000. Mm-hmm. So I figured it out we'll write handbills. Wow. Yeah. wow. You know? And I'll, I'll I'll spend that money on PR firm. Wow. So eight grand could have went either way. Three months, make a good they'll give investment. me a buzz. So if anybody wants to do a business, make sure you spend money on PR, marketing. Don't spend money on walls. Don't spend money on, you know, chairs. Or don't spend money. Spend, spend, spend money on, like, on, on marketing, you know. So okay. I'd spend that money there. Eight grand for three months. You put a three retainer months. in with a PR company. Yes. And Would they, you share the name of that PR company or is that too much? Yeah, it's Maria Benvidi. Okay. Know, she is a great great person. She helped me. She's like you're a star and I'm going to make you a star. Wow. So she yeah. believed in you too. That's yes. again stars aligning yeah. like the yeah. landlord guy. Yeah. yeah. Is, and then, is your wife back is Shagun in your mm-hmm. life yet? No. So okay. after 3 months Shagun so Shagun she came for my opening of my restaurant to and, support. Yeah. Is she dating anyone else now? No. Okay. like on and off both of us on and off like okay. both of us are frustrated you know like she's frustrated with me because she she couldn't she couldn't take this that what i was going through you know like she couldn't take this because she has seen me in india how i was mm-hmm. you were my popping style yeah you know like you're like proper like <laughs> rapper style you know like <laughs> so and suddenly and now rapper style you become also... like a bankrupt yeah. rapper here you <laughs> spend all your money in las vegas <laughs> and you don't have any money left Right. Now okay. you're not getting any more albums, you know. <laughs> yeah, Plus now, so now coming. Nothing Plus coming. hustling at and working like so 24/7. So she couldn't she couldn't take that, yeah. you know. At, at that time in the restaurant, you were playing chef, waiter, waiter 
manager. Dishwasher? No. Okay, dishwasher you had. You put that into place. Yeah. But you were wearing many hats. I was. You, could, you couldn't, ha- you had no team or a limited team at that two point. Two people. Okay. Two people, two people in the front, two people in the back, total five people to run 50 seats restaurant. In the same restaurant, I have 15 people. So we were doing, we were five and we are still, those five still work with me. Wow, that's wow. incredible. Why, they, why, why do you think they still work with you? Because I love them and they love me. Okay. That's pretty that. dope. Yeah. And is that PR firm still in your life? So that I so when I opened my next restaurant, I still had that PR firm. She wait, wait, well, you, you just jumped. Yeah, you have this one restaurant. Yeah, Shagun is coming to see you at this grand opening yes. or this party, yes. or whatever you're doing. So now restaurant is popping suddenly <laughs> because wow. of the PR. PR and location, okay. corner, everything vibe, clicks. everything clicks. Okay, after like, so many fails, finally. Yeah, yeah, finally. Okay. Like after like everything fail, like boom, boom, now everything okay. is rocking. So I get money in my account. I see the money coming in. First thing I walk through, buy my first Louis Vuitton wallet in <laughs> Fifth Avenue, put a $2 bill inside. And I said, you know what? Now we are only going to buy expensive things. <laughs> well, like rapper shit. We are shit. only going to, you know, okay. make you, like, now, that was the motivation, you know, right? Okay. Like, so, so now... So the material goods, you, you had some sort of, like, absolutely. allegiance to it. You need to have those things in life if you if you want to right if you want to right? really want to make money you know otherwise trust me you know you could do yoga and be very happy so right right right, right. to know, each like, his own that was your yes. motivation so then i when i was i was you know i was struggling with the money so my grandfather kept well you were me. buying no Louis, when Louis. i was i okay. was when okay. i was <laughs> in in between okay mm-hmm. i sold my rolex watch which okay. i which which i had it from india second okay. thing i bought again i went and bought the same watch back okay. So you got a new one? New one. Okay. So you're good. So, yeah. You so leveled now, up. Leveled up now. Okay. <laughs> now whatever, what, wherever I struggle, I'm, you know, I'm like, wherever, whatever I can do, so uh-huh. I'm doing that, and now Shagun comes back. She sees the rollie. <laughs> no. Yeah, we good. No. Let's go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll marry your ass. No, 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 no. She sees the success. <laughs> she sees, she's like, she said, she said, I believe in you. I knew you could do this. I hope you have a great future blah 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 good luck you know that emotional shit and <laughs> like okay you know bye bye so now my mom is also back in u.s my dad is also back and then chagun invited us for dinner and my mom is like oh i'm so sorry she's such a pretty girl you i said yeah but it's not working now it's over it's like no 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 wow. she loves you you need to be what with year her. is this 2010 so now, through all your turmoil and all your failures, now that things are beginning to turn work-wise for you, family's like, all right, you're not giving up this restaurant thing. This is it. This is They got to support it. Yeah. That you and them squash the beef. You're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You yes. squash it? Mm-hmm. You and Shagun are cool, but not dating. marriage cool. Yeah. You're not dating. No. It's 2010. Mm-hmm. Why does she invite you to dinner? Because she wanted to say hello to my parents. Okay. And my dad and my mom is like, this is it. Like Such we, an Indian thing. Yeah. So my mom and dad are like, this is the girl. You left everything, and now you're not even with her. How stupid you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Yeah. So that literally, they dropped that ball on my head, and you know, I was like, perfect. You know, like, sounds good. And I said, Shagun, why don't we give it a shot? She's like, no, no, Gaurav. Like, I said, no, let's give it a shot. Okay. And... She said, okay. In 2007, I'm going back now. Mm-hmm. We were sitting and watching a movie together and in her apartment. And a Bollywood the, movie? 
Yeah, and I was I was flipping this magazine, and no, she was flipping this magazine, and she said, "If you ever want to marry me, mm-hmm. you need to buy me this ring." Okay, wow. I took that paper out, that folded, time. put it in my wallet. So that wasn't I, a Louis wa- wallet, though. That was not a Louis wallet. Okay. So, when I proposed her, mm-hmm. so I took that picture out. Mm-hmm. I had the same exact ring, same design, same shop, same thing. I said, when I proposed her, this is when I'm now I'm proposing her. So I gave her the same exact ring, which she was just flipping, and she said, if ever you want to marry me, you need to put this rock on right, my right, finger. Right. So that was another my uh, another motivation that if ever I propose her, I'm gonna get her that ring. And she looked at it. She don't she don't even remember. She was like, like, so I proposed her. And of course, she said yes. You know, <laughs> and she couldn't say. I, I was hundred percent sure. So I I checked with her sister, mom. Everybody's like hundred percent. Like, listen, I failed many times, and now I'm on my roll. I don't want to like hear no. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. She's like, no, no, Gordon. Where'd you propose to? Her? In her apartment. Okay. I wanted to keep it private. Okay. Me, her, and there was we had a dog, Gucci, that time. I mean, <laughs> we still had it. Yeah. <laughs> I gifted her that uh, that dog. Okay. We named him Gucci. So. <laughs> like the brand or just? Just like that. You know what? When we say Gucci, what that means, right? What does that mean? Like, if, all if is I'll well. be like, yo, Juicy, how's the party? We Gucci. Did it's you know like that? All is well. Yeah. Gucci means like good, like yeah. all is great. Mm-hmm. So we named him Gucci. Oh, it was great. me, okay. her, and Gucci. I proposed <laughs> her. It was amazing. She said yes. And then I, she helped me opening my second restaurant. Then she helped me opening my third restaurant. She helped me opening my fourth restaurant. And now she helps me all the time. Is she still work? But she's working corporate. Yes, yes, she does. Second restaurant. What was the name of it? Moti Mahal. And where what, is that? 63rd and 1st. What year did that open? 2012. 2012. And then the third? Of what? 2014. 97 and Broadway. And okay. then the fourth? fourth is uh, Aroka. 2017, July. Do you have a personal favorite? It's like, a, it's like your children. I love right? Abad. And Bhatti. Okay. Of course, Bhatti is my favorite. Is like, that's got him out of the hole. That's like a... It is. A blessing. Special value to you. So value. you go from... In a seven-year period, you go from... Broke, kicked out by your family. Everything you could. Girl think of. leaves you. To, within seven years, getting married. Mm-hmm. Opening one poppin' restaurant. Opening a second restaurant. Opening a third restaurant. Opening a fourth restaurant. Running the catering side of your restaurants. Mending back with your brother. Getting back involved with his catering business over there, opening another restaurant in India as well. How many rollies you got now? <laughs> Couple. Couple. Okay. So, what? I mean, we run a business. Yeah. We run multiple businesses as well, and <clears throat> one thing that we notice is that as you kind of open more businesses, it, it, you spread yourself a little bit thin, mm-hmm. and that also leads to stress both on the personal and the business side and even within your partners. How walk us through the management of your of that, of your day, of of your time. Like Yeah, how do you find balance? How do you find balance and how so, do you in the success especially? I'm a big fan of Warren Buffet. And Warren Buffet always said this that if you have one right person at one business, the business is going to run itself. 
That's why Warren Buffet is Warren Buffet. That's why Warren Buffet is Warren Buffet. Right. And I follow his... I, I follow that line. Explain that to us in a, in a little bit deeper. So it's like you run... You set a business model. Let's say you open... Let me give you an example. Let's say you open a shoe store. Give me the example with the restaurants. Okay, I'm trying so to restaurant... I open a restaurant. Six months, I market it. People are coming. People are flowing. People are popping in. Mm-hmm. So now, how... What do I need there? I just need one good person who can make sure service is good, food is good, it's coming on time, it's consistent, and somebody is making everybody happy. I don't need to be there. And that's what I do. I have four restaurants. I have four great guys. Actually, I have eight. You know, I have to open four more for them. So Oh, you have like four great people? and Eight, then... eight top-notch people who work with me, like uh-huh. who are like my literally right hand, left hand, my brain, everything they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I have all of them there, and they... But that's a big thing. That's like, fine. Now you're talking about, forget cooking food for a second. You're talking about finding qualified people that bring your vision to life. You know, people who think like you, who are exactly thinking like you, and who are as hungry as you. And these guys are like my chef who started working with me. I couldn't even pay him money. He has a BMW 5 Series. He owns a house in Long Island. He has a Lexus. He has three cars. You know, he's he's popping. He's thirty two <laughs> years old. He's, he joined me when he was twenty twenty four. Wow. How, how, so how how did you find that guy? So he used to dishwash in a restaurant. Wow. And okay. When, and I asked him. I said, "What do you do?" He's like, "I moved here from Delhi, and I I couldn't I couldn't find a job, so I just got a dishwashing job." I said, "But what do you used to do in Delhi?" He's like, "I was a chef." I was like, "Join me." He's like, but I don't know how to cook. I said, don't worry. Do you know how to cut? He's like, yes. I said, know how to cook. So I'll, I'll teach you. Just just come. I was like, the only thing I realized about that guy, I was at my store at 9 a.m. And I would see this, I would see this guy every day sitting 9 a.m. outside this restaurant and waiting for somebody to open the door. Uh-huh. So one day I even went 8.30 and I saw him sitting. I said, what do you do here? He's like, I don't have anything better to do. So I just sit here and wait for them to come. And he was very hardworking. He's still very hardworking. But now he's rolling. He's with me, and I'm going to open a restaurant for him in downtown this year. I promised him I'm going to find a nice girl for him because he doesn't have time. <laughs> he can get married, and he's my brother, you know. So find like-minded individuals. Train them with the same type of uh, program that, that you came up with. Absolutely. And just encourage them to flourish. Absolutely. I want to ask you something about that because... We do something similar in our business with DJs. We find a lot of DJs and we put them in, give them an opportunity. And every DJ that we put in the game is different. Some yeah. DJ says, I just want to do music and I don't really care about the business mm-hmm. side. Just pay me X amount and I'm good. Other DJs say, uh, I want a DJ, but I also want to do produce music or I also want to do this. And other DJs say, I want to do vi- DJ, but I also do video editing. Or another mm-hmm. DJ might say, I, I do this, plus I want to do that. And then everyone's sort of different. Yeah. And then once in a while, we'll get someone that we, we bring into the game, and then we teach them the ropes. We put them in, you know, we give them opportunities. Yeah. We give them connections. And and they, at some point, say, well, I don't want to do it with you. I could do it myself on my, on my own. Mm-hmm. Has yeah. that ever happened to you? Oh, many times. I gave somebody a lifetime opportunity. Wait, I'm not going to name it. I'm okay. not going to say it. They're doing really well. They literally, like, you know... Talk to, talk to us about a scenario like that because, again, what 
the success is great, the, the family, the everything yeah. that you have is great. Yeah. But to get all that greatness, you see fails, correct? Yes. Over and over again. 100%. Which we never talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please tell us about that. The failure? Pete, tell us about that exact scenario, someone that you putting in the game, <clears throat> switching sides on you or, yeah. or changing up on you or leaving you and doing their own thing to compete against you. So like. I, I had a chef. And I gave him an opportunity. What was know? the opportunity? I gave him one of my restaurant I used to have. And I said, run this place. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, um, work hard. And you have this opportunity and make money for yourself and me. He's like, sure, I'm so excited. I'm great. So now I walk into the store. Mm-hmm. I see him hiring three guys. And he's sitting on a couch. I said, mm-hmm. why do you hire three guys? He's like, I didn't start a business to work. I started business so I can sit and relax like you. Okay. This was his answer. Okay. I was like, this business is going to fail. He's like, no, it's not going to fail. I got it. Don't worry. That business failed in two months out of business. Okay. Then I found this another guy who used to work for me. So I gave him the store. I said, just run it. It's running. It's making money. I don't want my name here. You just run it and make money for yourself. Make money for me. He started... He got very excited. He was a young guy, and he worked with me for two years. I gave him the opportunity. He got into, he saw so much cash flowing this. He got into, like, drugs and couldn't handle it and started whatever, whatever, like, started doing, like. Abusing. Abusing the business, calling girls, sitting on a couch, watching TV. <laughs> Customer is calling him, hey, can I have my order? I'm coming. He, he became, like, a roller <laughs> style, you know, like. Okay. One time he even got a car rental, uh-huh. a Beamer 7 Series or 5 Series. And I see, what is this? Did you buy this car? He's like, no, I rent it. I said, well, why? He's like, I want to be like you, boss. I want to <laughs> be like you, boss. I said, listen, you're, you're really not going to be like me because the way you're going, you're going to crush yourself. Exactly okay. that won't happen. We mm-hmm. failed, and then I got so mad, I shut that store. I sold it to somebody else, and I said, no mas. You know? No, no mas. mas. What does and that mean? No mas means no more, this thing. And then I, I, I opened my restaurants. Because, see, my thing was, I always look for young, talented people I can have and, you know, who could work with me. I can expand my business. I can, you know, but the problem is these young people also have a problem. Like, they don't want to get the piece of pie. They want to want to have a whole pie. It doesn't work like that. You know, like, you have to think big to become big. And you have to have a big heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to have a big heart. Bars. Yes. And say, you know Bars. What? Yes. We, you know, we, we say bars. You know what bars, bars are? I mean, I know what bars are, but what, what's bars for you? <laughs> what's bars? What bars for me are the bars. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bar when you said you have to have, when you think big, you also have to have a big heart. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. Like you, you just yeah. see the money and you see the paper and yeah. sometimes you forget about yeah. having the heart. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing in the game, but... Also, when you have a big heart, sometimes m- some people might look at that as a weakness as well. Yeah. So you got to be careful, careful on who 100%, you give that to. 100%. Right? Now I'm very careful. So see, now this guy's worked for me for 10 years. I promised him. And I said, I'm going to make you sign a non-disclosure, mm-hmm. non-compete, everything like legit, baby. <laughs> I'm going to put all the money in. Okay. I want to make sure you're going to rock. Okay. So you're going to fund him and do whatever you Everything. Do, but you're also going to... But if you do drugs, alcohol... Too much for next two years, you are out of the store. 
you cannot work in New York for anybody else because I want him to succeed. And I know that people get carried away. Mm. I'll tell you why I didn't get carried away because I have seen this before and I was like in my 20s, you know. Like when I was making money with my brother, I had all these opportunities and... What opportunities? Like, you know, I saw money and at a very young age, so I was very like contempt. Like when I... When I moved to U.S., I was not, like, excited by clubs, bars, because I've done this before. Mm. When right. I was, like, I, 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 like, my dad sent me to, when I was on my 18th birthday, my dad sent me to Ibiza. And I know everybody doesn't get the opportunity. My dad is, like, go there, party. Wow. And go party hard. and Go crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> okay. And never complain about anything that you didn't do anything in life, okay? Okay. And wow. just come back and decide what you want to do. Okay. But I was, so you said kind of get it out of your system early. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So I I did that as well. Yeah. I was done I was done partying at like 19. That's it. That's what how it should be. But it's not easy for everyone once they see that initial taste, right? Yeah. Interesting. So you've seen people sort of not do what they're supposed to and you have to cut them off. So now are you a little more discerning on who you pick out Absolutely. to kind of keep in your circle? 100%. Very tight. I posted something on my social media the other day about um, keeping your circle smaller. Yeah. And when you keep your circle smaller and tighter, you're able to grow faster. Do Absolutely. You, do you agree with that? 100%. Talk to us about it a little bit now, about how the so model I, works I have like I have like handful. I can count my friends on my finger. Okay. I know everybody in New York. I have a saying in my business. I deal with masses. I sit with classes. Mm-hmm. I deal with masses. I sit with classes. Bars. Like I sit bars. With, bars. I, I Super deal bars. with. I That's deal, a bar right there. I, I deal with a lot of people, but okay. I only sit and eat my meal with very few people. That's me. So we when say I, we break bread with just the close ones. Yes. So. How do you differentiate? Because uh, everyone you're cool with, right? Like everyone that walks in, you're just cool with. You're cool with. Yeah, this but one. I don't cool invite everybody one. to my house, or I don't like invite and say, hey, "Let's go, let's mm-hmm. hang out." You know, like. It's very limited. I don't. I don't talk to everybody every day. Mm. As I said, like I meet very few people, you know, who are important in my life, who supports me. Right. Like I met you guys immediately when I met you guys at Mobile City. You contacted me. You gave me an opportunity to do a project with the Holly, you know. Right. And and I said, wow, these guys are awesome. You know, like great. You know, like it was no need for you. You you know everybody in this business, but you picked me over anybody else. So. That it was itself. You know why we picked you, right? Uh, why? Juicy, do you know why I, we picked you? I, I know, I know why. Why do we, why do we pick because, to work Because with? real people recognize real people. We have Perfect. a thing of real recognize real. Perfect. And uh, what, I'm, what we meet, um, what that means is, is like, you're true to the game. You're true to what you do. And we're at a point in what we do is like we only associate and affiliate with real and for us now it's easy to kind of weed out the guys who are just here for the short run or the guys that want to stand next to you to take advantage of the good fortune that you have absolutely and for us it's like hey you're already popping yeah you're doing your thing with or without us we met you at sprint we met you at children's hope we met you in these places yeah so by us saying hey we have this little opportunity for you. Yeah. Hey, that's another notch on your belt that now you have yeah. this client 
and we're working together again. So yeah. it was it was a no brainer. And the reason why was honestly, I mean, like you said, we have friends, like actual yeah. friends that are in the game yeah. that do food. Yeah. And we bypassed our friend yeah. to give the business to someone who we felt was yeah. more suitable for this particular job. And in my opinion, he you you, you proved and you you delivered, you over executed, which is our philosophy in business. Absolutely. We don't f- mess with anyone that doesn't over-execute. Absolutely. It's not worth it for us. Absolutely. And we've eaten in your restaurant. We've we've done parties with you. We've done events with you. And I don't think there's ever been a time in the time that I've known you, which is less than a year, that you've under-executed. I've never Thank seen you, you I agree with not that. execute properly. Thank Absolutely, you. yeah. Thank you. So I so we're talking about food, we're talking about business, we're talking about all these great things, and I want to get down to one thing too, Chef, with you specifically. I have a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Outside of your restaurants, what are some of your favorite restaurants? So I don't eat um, Indian food anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, really? No. So I can't take you to like one of my friends' Indian restaurants and say try No, this. absolutely you can take me. You're not going to eat? No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go there and eat. <laughs> okay, and I'm but you s- wouldn't go yourself. It's no. okay. I'll tell you why because uh, I used to do that. I was I'm a very humble guy, but you know when I used to go to restaurants before, especially Indian restaurant, mm-hmm. they would treat me like a customer, mm-hmm. like who comes pays his bill goes. But mm-hmm. now I go, they will take a picture. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I'm talking about three years back. Posting right. on here, owner of Patti eating at my restaurant. Chick chick chick. You mm-hmm. know like. And try to. How do you take that? How do you look at that? I think it's too cheesy. You know, like it's so stupid. Like I'm like any other customer. I just came to your restaurant. I I don't do that to people. Like right. I, I I would have a celebrity in my restaurant. I would never post picture. I just had Tiana Taylor whole family like sitting eating with me. Like I didn't post pictures and Instagram and right. nothing. Like I'm even going to her launch on her album to LA. You know, like. But I never like. Can to you give me an autograph? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> She's great. Hundred <laughs> percent. So you know, like, so like, these are your friends, right? Like, and you know, like, and they're eating in my restaurant. They're my customers. They're like very, very loyal customers to us, the whole family. But you know, like, at, at the same time, me taking their pictures, posting, tagging them, pee pee pee. It's like, what is it? Yeah. You know? It, like, it's not. It's not about the food. It's not about the service. At that point, it's no. about it's something. Like up. I, I had Anupam Kher in my restaurant. You know, is mm-hmm. Anupam Kher? Of Kier, course, yeah. Right, legend. He, legend. He's yeah. a legend, and I've never seen humble guy like him. Everybody taking pictures with him, posting on a roka, 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 and he posted a picture. He added me as a, as like he started following my Instagram. It's a big deal. I've been like gazillions <laughs> of, gazillions so of. You still, so you're at a point you still get excited, or you still look at like yo, if this person follows me, that's a good look. You I like mean, that? I was very, I was very impressed at what a humble guy. Like <laughs> right, I had, yeah. I'm not gonna name like other people who have been to my restaurants. Right, right. They're arrogant. They think they're God. They're yeah. not. You know, like calm down. Babe. You know, <laughs> okay. like half of the people, maybe one percent people know in the U.S. who you are. Right, right. Maybe you're a very big shot on your screen, but easy man yeah nobody Bring knows you yeah right you're like a pimple on a teenager's ass bars bars okay like like it's it's like and you act like you you're god yeah. this guy is god and he's not acting like god right right those are the those are the real people yes. that's the real yeah. gods yeah they're like real god so no indian restaurants but like how about like any other yeah, italian oh, yeah. western oh, oh yes absolutely i like uh, so i support give, my neighborhood restaurants give me I'll, top three like, like top three places to eat outside of your own places i like stanton social 
for brunch. Okay, Stanton's great. I love Beauty and Essex for brunch. Those mm-hmm. are my brunch spots. That's where I can go every single day and eat. Now, mm-hmm. do you take your wife to brunch? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I only eat brunch with my wife. I love that. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, so... And then uh, my dinner favorite is uh, a Mexican restaurant called Fonda. They're in East Village. They're in West Village. They're in Chelsea. The best tacos in the world they have. And then my other favorite uh, Italian restaurant is Itruli and Pastai. Great restaurants. And uh, Avoce. You get a lot of time to go to restaurants with owning four restaurants here? Oh, I do. I do mm-hmm. eat a lot. You don't look like it, man. You look good. Yeah. yeah. Keeping shape. I eat, like I eat healthy food. So even when you go to these pasta places, you're not ODing, not overdosing no. on the pasta or no. the cheese or whatever? I'm a, I'm, 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 so I literally like to taste food. I don't like to eat a full meal. I just okay. taste, have a couple of bites. That's, that's, uh, that's good. So if it's really good, you'll be like, no, I don't want any more. No. Do you, eat, do you eat beef? I do eat beef sometimes. I'm not a big fan of red meat. Okay, I so no steak. You're not a steak guy? No. Chicken? Lamb. Chicken? Fish, seafood. See, I'm a big seafood person. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I love seafood. Who I co- just think it's the most healthy thing to eat, most clean, like, for your body, because your body is your temple. So you've sure. got to treat it like a temple, not like, you know, you can't just, um, you know, put everything in your body. You drink alcohol? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, that? <laughs> but I don't drink alcohol like... Yeah. Like... Like twenty drinks, right? I yeah. get it. So, I'm a, so I'm, I'll tell you about my alcohol things. So <laughs> okay, that's cool. that's that's something something, and a lot of time people ask me, "You're in this business, you must be drinking a lot." This, and I have a great Aroka is a cocktail bar, and it has uh, amazing cocktails. It, by it, the way, time out, give it four stars as a cocktail bar, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to drink. I I literally invent drinks with my guys, but when I want to drink, that is one night when I drink, and my friends complain because. Then I really, really drink. Mm-hmm. Like that's a party to okay. remember. Okay. And and what then I'm done that? with it. And what I'm, night is that? Uh, it's, it's tomorrow once, night. Once know? a week? No, 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 no. Once in three months. Okay, so you have a drinking night. Okay. So then I, I like. Did uh, you get the invite? I didn't get the invite. I didn't no. get the invite. I, I just planned it right okay. now. Okay. So. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so, so now like it's once in three months, and I drink, I party, <laughs> in a style, mm-hmm. and then I'm done with is it. Is that Adaroka? No. Okay. Up and down. Okay. Oh, like that. You okay. go hard. Absolutely. Okay. And does wifey come or that's just the boys? That's boys night? Mm, sometimes <laughs> she comes, but, you know, she'll say, oh, I, I got to leave, you know, yeah. because... My wife's so. the same way. Too much. Yeah. Too much. It's too much. Okay. But I have to do it because to release stress, you know, like, I don't want to be, like, <laughs> all the time in my restaurant and, you know, I take my guys, too, like, who oh, work with Oh, you take the crew? Me. Yeah. Okay. So I like that. Like so it's like a bonding experience. In, once in three months and we're done. That's Everybody's cool. like, chef, no more. That's it. No yeah. mass. No mass. Who cooks more at home? You or or, or Nobody. Grubhub. 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 Really? No yes. cooking? No cooking, man. Wow. Are you kidding me? It's like you work in a candy store, you stop eating candy. So same way when you cook in a restaurant, you want to be like... You want to be treated. No mass cooking. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I DJ at home, do you? Uh, you know, I not. I don't. I, I don't as much as I want. I actually DJ more in the office, and that's where I get my practice versus... Um, and, that, and that's actually strictly due to the space limitations that I have at home. And I have, I live in a building, so I can't play a lot of music. Chef, you've you've got an inspiring and incredible story. Thank you. The story, obviously, is... It, there's so much more to it, and there's so much depth that we can get into. But one thing that I really want to ask you is... 
uh, how has having a child impacted your one your outlook, two your thought process, and three your hustle? I've stopped buying expensive watches. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm Stop. done with cars. Because now you I rolled just, up here in a range with the driver. Stop. Said no mass, no mass. No yeah. mass. Driver okay. just called off on me, you know, okay. right now. What like, do you mean he called uh, off on you? He, he just because I told him, you know, meet me around eight thirty. He's like, I gotta go, you know. Okay. So what so, he just left the keys there? No, no, no. I'm I'm just I'm just saying like, you know, like you jinx my driver. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah. Uh yeah, so it changed a lot. The whole thought process has changed. Um, and I think it's more motivation to work, mm-hmm. and it has more reason that I want to give him the best of education. I you had your first him. recently, right? Yeah, first, yes. What's his name? Ryle. 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 So he was on Fox too. Oh, I wow. know, man. Yeah. So I need to I need to make my son be friends with your son, so maybe <laughs> he could get popping too. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, he will. So. Um, so he's going to so, cruise around in the range? No, two no, together no, with no, the no range. No range. New York City subway, <laughs> man. So once, once he's at uh, 8, 9, 10, you know. So, so see, the whole idea is uh, it changed a lot. Like, I want to work hard. I want to work 10 more years, and I just want to spend time with him after, like, I'm in my 50s. I just want to be with him. I want to give him every opportunity. If he likes the sport, I want to go with him, you know, coach him, you know, be his mentor. Like, the opportunity my dad couldn't give me. Like, I was a very I was very good playing, uh, you know, like, any sport I used to play, I was, like, a pro. Mm-hmm. But in India, you know, you don't have that... At that time, you didn't have good stadiums, good parks to practice. You have to go, like, miles and miles away. Right. You know, even in city. Like, I used to live in Delhi. And my dad couldn't give me that time because he was building up his career, you know? Right, right, right. So I miss that. Interesting thought. If I was not a chef or if I was not a business owner and if I had that opportunity, I was a sports person 100%. You know, I used to play, apart from cricket, I used to play a lot of soccer. And and soccer is not a big thing in India, but I was like a very good soccer player. Right. And um, I, I couldn't cash on it. So I think he is going to have those genes in him and he wants to play a sport, I'm pretty much sure. So like, do, do you think that you'd encourage him to do anything that he wanted similar absolutely. to? Absolutely. Whatever it's, he wants. It's different, right? Like I'm this. not going to put things on him do this. Play tennis because I love watching Roger Federer. No. Right. You know, do whatever you want to do. But at the same time, I want to be there with him. Like, sure. I want to I want to coach him. I want to be his mentor. You know, right, like, right, right. And, yeah. So that's, that's why, like, I started my catering last year just for him. Like, you know, when Chagun gave me the news that uh, I'm pregnant and I was like wow and that's when I decided that I need to figure out a way where I work only on weekends and I can stay all week with him you know wow so that was the so everything is strategic now like absolutely the moves you make is that the same say even seven years ago or is it a different thought process now seven years ago it was all about money that I gotta make money (laughs) right and work hard but now it's like I need to have my time with my kid and I need to spend time with him I want to give him that, you know, I need to have that bond with him. I don't want him to say that, oh, you know, my dad sucked. He's never at home. I don't want him to that. Once once he's 9 and 10, and I don't want him to feel that way. Right, absolutely. I feel the same. I mean, I have a 3-year-old and a 1-year-old, and I I share the exact same sentiment. I'm at my kid's soccer practice. I'm there. And then I'm going to DJ a party right after. But that's amazing, right? That's, That's what they'll remember. I mean, that's life. 
Yeah. That's what we got to do. For the Absolutely. youth. So speaking of which, we like to ask all our guests um, to give some words of wisdom to the youth. Is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with today, and specifically the youth? Dream it to achieve it. That's my thing. That if you want to... You know, a lot of time people say to kids, especially kids when a kid is sitting at home and it's saying his mom or dad, oh, I want to do this. I want to develop this app. Dad will say, shut up, you know, just study, <laughs> mm-hmm. go to school, do this, do that. Sure. They try to dominate the kids and they try to tell them what they should do. But I think in this world where kids have access to Google, laptops, iPads, there's so much exposure they have, like which our parents didn't have, even we didn't have. We discovered WhatsApp, these things now, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like earbags. So they have so much exposure. You know, like, like they do so much research. They know what they're talking about. You can't just make fun of them and not encourage them. So my thing is, if anybody, I, I, I just think like, you know, your, your brain, like whatever you think, your brain is so powerful. Like when, when you think about something, you can make it happen. I agree. Like, Definitely. like we just use human beings use their brain like point one percent, right? Like point one percent, and if you if you if you want to do something, you have to dream it. You have to think about it. You have to have passion. You, all day you have to think about it. Like, like see now I started catering. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you now all I do dream about new <laughs> ideas about catering, that how I can make it fun. And it's not even funny. I was at a walkthrough mm-hmm. and I saw this pizza oven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was a kosher caterer. I was at Mandarin today, and I asked the guy, and I took the picture, and I sent my guy who does R&D for me. I said, can you tell me how, how, how I can get this pizza, pizza oven? You mm-hmm. know, like, he was like, Gaurav, I, I'm in business for 20 years. I haven't seen anything like that. I said, let's make it, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's, that's how I yeah. think. If, so my thing is, like, if, if so idea is to dream it to achieve it if you dream you're going to achieve it but of course you can't just dream put and set you have to put work in and you have to keep thinking about it absolutely absolutely yeah it's amazing chef Gauravanand, uh legend in the making uh new york city staple restaurants uh some of our favorite restaurants for absolutely. sure uh i think you've shared so much wisdom and so much knowledge with us today you've shared just a small part of your story but some very interesting parts, and from the bottom of our hearts, uh, I want to thank you for taking out the time. I know between the restaurants, between your wife, between your child, it's not easy to make the time, so I genuinely um, thank you for that. Thank you, Chef. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me here, and you guys are doing an amazing thing. I got to thank you. This is something, I mean, I was amazed when you told me you're doing this. I was so impressed Mm. because what you're doing is you're, you're giving young youth people a bullet when they watch this they're going to get a bullet in their heart they'll have so much passion they'll wake up with so much energy you know you're you're doing the right thing man and you have my support thank you chef we appreciate appreciate that chef and um I want to be invited to these like these drink nights. Me too. Hundred percent, man. You're, gonna, <laughs> okay. you're going to do it. If Tiana's in the restaurant. Just text me. Be like, oh, you know what I mean? I, like, I will. I like, got you. I need man. to get on that in that level with you. I, I got you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No problem. Uh, before we leave, tell uh, the listeners uh, where they could find you on social or maybe on web or wherever wherever you want them to find the you. Best, and catch you. The best place to uh, look for me is chef My Instagram. Spell that out. C-H-E-F dot A-N-A-N-D-Anand. 
So they find you in there. Chef dot Anand. There are three, but you see the top one, the most good looking one. That's me. <laughs> now, if someone if someone DMs you, and you don't know them, and you're not following them, and and they DM you a question, are you the type of guy to answer it? Or are you going to hundred percent every time? So you, you, if someone slides in your DM, you're definitely yes, hundred percent answer them back. That's rude, you know. <laughs> If so, you don't answer them back. So if people have questions, they want to get at you, it's it's. I, I don't only answer on my Facebook because I get a lot of aunties from India from <laughs> no. Facebook. They're texting me, waving me. <laughs> how are you? Fine. Then again, how's everything? So you won't good. answer Facebook, but Instagram, you're good. Instagram is real. And if they really want to see you, they could generally catch you at one of your restaurants yeah, at some point during the day. Absolutely. A lot of time, even I meet people when they say, we're coming to your restaurant. We saw you on Fox, ABC, Channel 7. Pics, Flex. We would like to come. Flex. So, so like, sure, I'll, 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 I'll see you there. Awesome. Awesome, bro. Well, thanks for coming so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate you, man. Thank Pleasure you. is mine. Thank love you. Love is love. Thank you. Thank you Thank again. You. Thank to you, all DJ our... Juicy. Thank you, DJ Sharad. DJ USA, <laughs> Butter Chicken Podcast. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Juice, you want to sign off, my friend? Yes, sir. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in to yet another episode of the Butter Chicken Podcast. Please make sure to follow us on all podcasting platforms and especially on Instagram at Butter Chicken Podcast. And it's true. If they follow us on Butter Chicken Podcast, they could be led to any of our cool pages, right? Like I said, that's the hub. Butter Chicken Podcast on the IG. It's your boy, DJ Sharad. And DJ Juicy. Butter Chicken Podcast, we out.